0: Welcome to Stepping Out of Bounds. I'm Emily Harard, and here with me today is Julia Kropa. Julia, how are you doing? I'm
1: doing good, trying to survive this hot, hot weather in D.C.
0: Yeah, it's been sticky out there here in Ann Arbor, but probably much worse in D.C. That is true. They should not have built the nation's capital on a swamp. But those politicians never know what they're, they're doing, so. True. But before we start the official podcast today, I just want to briefly mention the NBA Finals and congratulate LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers for winning their first NBA title in team history. And I know a lot of outlets are talking about this topic, so we're not going to debate or address it too much here because simply in my mind, the Cavaliers were the better team in the series and lebron james was the person on the court who wanted this championship more than anyone else so he deserved it and we are moving on from that so congrats lebron this could potentially be our last podcast of the summer because i will be leaving ann arbor but i will search for a way to record something but i can't promise that will happen so we are going to be talking the olympics today because those are coming up in August, and this will be our last chance to talk about the Olympics. So, Julia, I know you're a fan of the Olympics, so are you ready to talk Rio?
1: I am ready to talk Rio. You know, as much as I say that the Winter Olympics hold a place closer to my heart, I really do enjoy the Summer
0: Olympics, too. Yes, the Summer Olympics have probably well it they there are more diverse sporting events so yeah something for everyone to hopefully enjoy during the olympics but the question is will anyone actually enjoy these olympics because there's a lot of drama circulating the rio olympics um we'll first start with a story that came in the news today um about a jaguar being shot after a torch lighting ceremony. Um, I guess it got loose off of its leash and so it was a danger to the people around. And um, they tried, I think, to get it with a tranquilizer gun first, but that didn't work or they missed. So they took out a gun and one shot killed it.
1: I mean, if you were looking for a perfect metaphor for the Rio Olympics,
0: I think the news just delivered. Exactly. And it comes in the wake of a lot of stories about animals being killed because people may or may not be being responsible. Here in the U.S., we won't go into those stories. Um, But here in this case, it's obvious that the animal was not at fault I mean if you have a wild jungle animal on your hands it's you're it's not at a zoo it's at an Olympic event where there are army people standing around it's gonna be scared it's gonna do something and you shouldn't just kill it because you needed it to sit by your Olympic torch
1: that's true, and after something like that, I kind of makes me wonder what the opening ceremonies are going to be like, and uh, if that will cause them to rethink any parts of it.
0: Exactly, because one reason everyone want Well, people thought it would be a good idea to have the Olympics in Brazil is it's a very beautiful place, even though they will, will get to the pollution and the water and stuff, but... um. So you think that they're they're obviously going to incorporate that into the opening ceremony and, you know, play on the jungle, rainforest things. But after, as you said, this, they shouldn't be, (laughs) they should be very careful with any live animals they put in the ceremony.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it can only get worse from here, especially the way that other aspects of the Rio Olympics have been going so far.
0: Yeah, so let's get to those things. So first, there's pollution in the water, which is a big deal considering this is the Summer Olympics, and that involves a lot of water sports, especially sailing, rowing. Um, Are there, this is a dumb question, (laughs) but are there any events that involve swimming that aren't done (laughs) in a pool?
1: Okay, according to my research, it looks like rowing and sailing are the two that take place. Oh, wait, also, it would be the um, triathlon. I believe that's outdoor swimming.
0: Yes, that. so. Because I, uh, doing some research, I saw pictures of some of the water that um, will be in these competitions. And there was so much sewage and just mess that... Not only is it a danger to the athletes, but you gotta think that that's gonna slow down a boat a little bit too. So, if you just even forget about the safety of your of your athletes, if it, this is the best stage of you know sailing or rowing that there is supposedly, then it's not true because their times will be down. Probably, I don't know. I'm not a physics major, but.
1: Yeah, it's actually a really interesting perspective about, you know, the actual athletic consequences of this
0: dirty, stagnant water. Um, it's a quick quick fact here. Um that it says that um it's almost certain that an athlete will come in contact with disease causing viruses in a test that measured that there was up to 1.7 million times the level of what would be considered hazardous on a southern California beach in the waters at Rio.
1: Wow, that is a impressively terrible statistic.
0: Yeah, I don't know, so I don't know who saw that and thought it would, you know, I mean I feel like you had to have some water testing to be on the the bid to hold to host the olympics
1: and how was it that they never came through on their promises to
0: clean up the water yeah because well brazil only um um what's the word treats 30 percent of the sewage that flows into um the bay Uh, let me see i think the name of the bay that i am referencing now is guanabara bay I don't know if that's correctly said, but yes. And then, so then they were required, I guess um, the goal was then to treat 80% of the sewage that flowed into the bay. But now it's looking like 65% will be what is treated. But even that, even 80% still sounds gross to me. Um, so Anything less than 100 is concerning. <laughs> So it's just interesting that was all a problem for a long time. But now there's also the concern of Zika virus, um, which plays into the the bad water because there are lots of um, puddles and standing water that would come from these bodies of water, which aren't going to be clean so that, um, you know, gets the the um what am i trying to say not flies but mosquitoes uh, Mosquitoes <laughs> that gets them there so that's going to add to the problem uh, and so not only athletes are in danger but also anyone who goes to watch the games
1: that's a good point you know not to diminish the health of athletes who participate in rowing and sailing that's going to take place in open water. But the threat of Zika virus is, you know, a little more prominent for just the athletes and the general public who are going to be attending. Um,
0: and I think there, there are athletes who have dropped out just because of the Zika virus threat. Um, and because part of it. You know, I was listening to an NPR clip and anyone, even if they're not going there for the Olympics, but if you're thinking of traveling anywhere there or Zika virus, I mean, they're talking about, well, oh, if you go to hotels that are aware of this, blah, 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 you probably could be safe. But I mean, if it's mosquitoes, yeah, there are precautions against that. But I mean, how are you going to be sure that your guest doesn't? get bitten by a mosquito I mean
1: and especially when you put hundreds if not thousands of people in a stadium
0: together exactly I was reading an article about how in the past um not just Zika virus but lots of diseases spread during um during the Olympics one of them was neurovirus which we oh, dear. experienced firsthand. <laughs> Luckily, neither of us got it, but it spread very quickly at U of M. And yes, there are a lot of us here, but we're fairly spread out, except for when we're in a classroom. But um, But if you're at the Olympics and you're in the stands at some event, that's tight quarters. And you don't know who you're standing by and how safe
1: the actual stadium is.
0: Exactly. And Zika virus, usually you can't see the symptoms, so you don't even know if a person could potentially have it.
1: Wow, this is just sounding
0: more and more like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, maybe I'm being too dramatic, but here's a a recent history of viruses at mass gatherings for you. Um, An outbreak of 82 cases of the measles occurred during the 2010 Winter Olympics. In Vancouver and then two visitors spread the virus um, at one or more of the Olympic venues and then at least one person um, infected there traveled along the highway which spread the virus um, further into British Columbia then as I said neurovirus happened a lot um, what well happens a lot on cruise ships but it also spread to 65 people at The 2006 FIFA World Cup in Germany, and then 90 people came down with meningitis um, in nine European countries. Um, Oh, during because of well, not because of, but during um, an annual trek of Muslims to Mecca. So basically, this all these are just saying that a lot of people (laughs) in confined spaces can cause things to spread even if it's not a major problem that people are talking about but here we have Zika which I know media is blowing it probably out of proportion but it's a problem so you know Rio needs to be extra cautious but considering they can't even take care of problems that have been existing for a long time then I don't think they have what it takes to rein this one in
1: No, certainly impeaching their president was not a vote of confidence towards their ability to handle issues that arise.
0: Yeah, now um, Brazil is facing their worst recession since the 1930s.
1: Wow, it kind of makes you wonder how they ever won the bid to host.
0: Yeah, it says their economy has... um, ranked 5.4% in the first quarter of this year. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they rely on oil and there has been falling commodity prices. Um, And here it cites they also have a problem with their steel industry and automotive sector. So right now everything just seems to be falling apart. And so a lot of people say, well, the Olympics... Or a big event like this can stimulate your economy and, you know, help with these problems. Except for the fact that the Olympics are so expensive. that They are. Usually the countries lose a lot of money. I think only like the LA Olympics brought in a profit. Wow,
1: that's unbelievable, but really not that surprising when you think about it.
0: If you want some more numbers, <laughs> London Olympics cost fourteen point eight billion dollars. Um, wow, that that's the most. Although um, Sochi was, I think, a lot was more than that. I don't have the number in front of me,
1: but I could definitely believe that.
0: Because if I l- go down another list, there's the percentage of cost overrun. So London was hundred 33 percent cost overrun oh. and then Vancouver 36 percent Beijing 35 and I don't have the numbers on um, Rio right now how much everything's cost but I'm if guessing they even know <laughs> it's gonna be pretty high you know something's wrong with the
1: Olympics when you know, hosting it involves not only running your country into ma- massive debt, but also incurring human rights violations, at least for the past two Olympics.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because in Brazil, that is a problem, which started when they hosted the Soccer World Cup. Yeah. A lot of it is because they needed more space for to host the people coming to stay to build hotels, so... Um, families had to move out of their homes.
1: Especially when you're forcing lower class families out of their homes. You know, that's where a lot of the controversy is coming from. Exactly. Here,
0: um, in an area by where the Olympic Park will be, the population was reduced from more than 550 families to 47 in less than two years. Wow. And you have to imagine that that's not all done in a peaceful manner.
1: Definitely not, no.
0: And so my question is, after the Olympics, what happens? I don't think they'll be moving back because... Their houses probably were bulldozed and are now a high-rise hotel that no one will use again.
1: Yeah, you know, I really hope there's some follow-up after the Olympics are over so we can, you know, learn what happens in the aftermath.
0: That's a good point because everyone will get upset now before the Olympics are happening or during the Olympics, but as we see with a lot of national news stories, I think this has to do with social media. Everyone gets very worked up and, you know, basically gets their panties in a wad. But then a week later, it's like nothing ever happened.
1: That's true. We're going to have to hope and look out a year later that maybe 60 Minutes will (laughs) come save us and do some real reporting. Work their magic, scare some
0: people. Hopefully. And then so the Olympics overall, I think we can just come to the conclusion is just a mess for this particular one. But also just in general, the Olympics, I don't are kind of a mess. Yeah. And I I'm a fan. I love um, watching the Olympics. I get very excited. But when it was founded, it was a way to promote international harmony and understanding. And i I that's still why apparently you know that's what they claim but I don't think that's the truth because as an American I watch the Olympics because I want to cheer for America I want us to win the most gold medals I don't care what sport it is I'll watch anything if there's an American competing against whoever because I want to see us win and I don't know is that wrong
1: no, I don't think so. I think that's the point. You're playing into their game. It's not hard to. They want you to feel that patriotic
0: spirit. So, and here's a question. Because clearly we went through the financing of the Olympic Games. And even though we don't have all the numbers, basically you lose money and then afterwards... You have these huge structures that you can't use anything else for. What are you going to put in a huge stadium that holds thousands of people when you have no other event for the rest of the year? I mean, it's an Olympic-sized stadium. So should we just have the Olympics in the same place or maybe same two places every year where they already have the building set up and you actually reuse these billions of dollars that you've invested and that might be the cause of world war three
1: is trying to figure out a permanent location (laughs) for the olympics
0: i don't know maybe i mean i think they'd be way too smart to do this but what about switzerland i mean they're neutral so they just say put it on neutral ground
1: (laughs) that's funny i was thinking the same thing but i was going to suggest antarctica (laughs) Oh, they can have the Winter Olympics. Switzerland can have summer.
0: Yeah, the, there should be two places. One for winter, one for summer. I, Switzerland actually is where the International Olympic Committee meets, I think.
1: Okay, or that's not surprising.
0: I could be making that up.
1: That sounds pretty pretty <laughs> true sounding. What, what are facts? We don't tell you facts here. It's not what you're here for. And I think another huge part of the Olympics, going along with cheering on your team, is also rooting against a country you really hate. But maybe that's
0: just an American thing. It probably is. Well, it's definitely an American thing, but then for everyone else, it's probably cheer against the Americans. True. Unless, I mean, unless we're, I don't know, if it's like U.S.-China, then maybe... If you're like England, you're cheering for us. I don't know. Yeah. U.S. Russia. That, that will ignite some emotions. <laughs> well, the especially Russians, hockey. Yes, yes, hockey's always good. But the Russians have banned, or the Russian track team, is banned from this Olympics because of doping allegations. Yeah, that's another nail in the coffin of the Olympics this year. And they're not the only ones. We can't just point fingers at the Russians for doping. Even though they have been notorious for that, not just now. Um, But, I mean, look at Putin. I mean, he probably is doping too if you're going to ride around with your shirt. Not that he looks like he's doping, but... But... Um, but when it
1: sh- starts showing reports of doping in multiple sports in one country, it's a little concerning.
0: And obviously there have been many Americans who have used some type of illegal drug when it comes to well, sports just in general, but also the Olympics. So I think the Olympics really is just built on lies, which is really sad to say.
1: <laughs> that's true i mean just another side note this happened i believe in beijing but some of the gymnasts age being a lie exactly, and having younger uh, children compete
0: and yeah now to be a gym well i mean i guess you always to be a gymnast you had to be small but now it just looks like Five-year-olds are out there competing. I mean, really strong five-year-olds. <laughs> Very athletic five-year-olds. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not athletic. <laughs> not at all. But, yeah. So, I don't know. So, I feel kind of bad being excited about the Olympics.
1: But you can't help it because they're so great.
0: So, what good do you think will come from these Olympics slash How could the Olympics be restructured to actually bring, like, not bring world peace, but promote world peace slash just a time where everyone can, um, you know, come together? Because after the Sochi um, Olympics that Russia engaged in a little hostility, like a couple days after the Olympics, so I don't think that that really promoted any peace, achieved the goal there.
1: No, I don't really think the Olympics carried through on their goal to promote peace, but I do think it does achieve bringing certain issues into a international spotlight, whether it be possible human rights violations in Sochi, Russia, and I think the big one this year in Rio is going to be with the refugee team um, really bringing to light the issue of refugees around the world and you know how they're people too and they're also star athletes but they're struggling
0: so i think what you're what i'm getting from what you're saying is maybe the the olympics should rebrand themselves a little bit instead of just trying to say oh we're all about peace we're all about coming together and Basically, they're saying not actually address these things, but pretend everything's all, all good. We should come together and bring up issues that we then need to go into the future and change. Instead of saying we're coming together, oh, these people are protesting over there. We need to go lock them away and make sure that they don't say anything. And Sochi, um, the rock band Pussy Riot, um, who I got to hear talk here at Ann Arbor... They were they were protesting and they got thrown into jail. Peacefully protesting and they got violently arrested. And obviously they're not the only ones. And there are also people who are killed, homeless people, in in, in Beijing, and all these things. We just the Olympics just try to sweep under the rug. But instead, it should be publicized and shown in as positive light as possible here are the problems and instead of ignoring them we're going to address them that is exactly true i wholeheartedly agree so i guess we will switch to a lighter note with the olympics before we sign off for potentially our last podcast of the summer and just mention a couple of the sports that you are excited to watch
1: Okay, so for me, it is diving and gymnastics. Because it's two sports that I could absolutely never do. So I'm just in awe of everyone who is able to do them.
0: Yeah, I actually love diving because... Well, I obviously can't do that. So it's just very fun to watch. And I think I like to, when then I'm by by the water jokingly try to jump into the water and make as little splash as possible not actually doing any flips or anything but just literally jumping into the water and I think I'm so cool and then I like pop my head up and like the back of the boat is drenched Um, so I'm just like very amused how they can dive into the water and there's like absolutely no splash at all it's an amazing feat yeah I don't understand it either but gymnastics is another good one I think I don't know what the best event, or whatever they call them, within gymnastics is the most entertaining. I like the beam.
1: Oh, definitely the one where they dance around with ribbons.
0: <laughs> is that gymnastics, or is that another... Ah. There are hmm. some things that like look like gymnastics, or you could think are, but... Like the one with... We talked about this more on this podcast, but the one with the ball... That they throw around. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's gymnastics per se.
1: But I don't I'm know. looking at the list right now, and there's nothing else. I mean, unless it's not an Olympic sport this year. Okay. Also possible.
0: But yeah, they just amaze me. Yeah. How about you? What are you most excited for? Oh, I really like watching swimming. Mm -hmm. because some of the endings where you can't tell who won until they show you the slow-mo from above and it's literally like a tenth of a second and you don't know who's going to win till the end and I think it's absolutely amazing because it's like running but with the potential to drown (laughs) Wow, that's the most
1: exciting description of swimming I've ever heard (laughs) Thank you for that
0: Yeah, because running sucks but if I had to like, like compatibly swim, I'd probably accidentally drown because I would just be complaining too much in my head. So true. But I also am excited for track because watching people sprint like that is also amazes me because recently I've barely been able to walk up the stairs from playing basketball. <laughs> It kind of gives you a goal to aspire to. Exactly. Maybe I'll get extra steps in during the Olympics because I'll be inspired to exercise. And pretend to be an Olympic athlete. Exactly. I'll have to get some Nike Olympic gear to Mm. sport. sport. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. Do I want anything that says like Rio Olympics? Do I want to support that?
1: Probably not. I'm sure the allegations will come out soon enough that all the t-shirts were made in a sweatshop.
0: (laughs) Well, it's Nike. They already have done that um, with their shoes. So why not the shirts? Just keep on going. Well, hopefully we weren't too negative today. At the end of the day, try to enjoy the Olympics without too much guilt. Because they will be happening whether you're watching them or not. And you'll hear about it whether you want to or not. Exactly. Every night on the nightly news. Even, you know, the obscure Michigan nightly news will cover it. Um, But we're going to sign off. Hopefully not for the last time in a while, but it might be. But if it is, we'll be back in the fall here in Ann Arbor getting pumped for some Michigan football. So we will leave you with a go blue and... Go America.